Hey there, hey. How y'all doing? Hopefully y'all are having a good day. Um, I'm coming a little early in the morning so I can get two done today. Um, so today's will be about faith. Remember I, we talked about last time that we're doing all the fruits of the spirit. Um, I'm already done with the fruits of the spirit on Facebook. If you do want to hear them further, like if you do want to hear them before I put them up on here, then you can go to my um my Facebook page and that is Lovey D Walker and that's L O V E Y D Walker. Yeah, so that's that. All right, let's hop into this. Um, Let's say a prayer real quick. Dear Heavenly Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, I just come humbly before your throne, God. I just thank you for everything that you are doing and have done for us, God. God, I just ask that we step into this new day, God, into this morning, God, that you just... Just keep on blessing us, God, and you keep on having your mercy every single day, God. Thank you. In the name of Yahshua, we pray. Amen. Let's go into this. Okay, so we're coming from Galatians 5, 22 through 23. You already know. But the fruits of the Spirit um, is love, patience, peace, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. He mean they are talking about the Mosaic law, where um, <clears throat> thou shalt not sin, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not do, you know, thou shalt not, the thou shalt not. <laughs> there is no law for these. Okay. Faithful, um, God needs your faithfulness. Okay, what is faithfulness, or what does it mean to be faithful? Well, faithfulness is the <clears throat> the um unf- the concept of unfailing, unfailingly remaining loyal to someone or something and putting that loyalty into consistent practice okay regardless of extensual circumstances okay instantuating circumstances okay see we have to put faithfulness into practice let's see what are some characteristics of faithfulness well google says loyalty is one trustworthiness is one um steadfastness is one and patience is another okay i say i'm i said showing up is one making sure your word is your bond is another one. We have to make sure if we say something that we follow through with it. That That is what makes us faithful. Showing up when a person is in need makes you faithful. Showing up for God makes you faithful. Okay? So, by putting, um, by put, I'm sorry. Yeah, so by practicing these things, you can show yourself faithful. Hebrews 11 
gives examples of people in the Bible that have shown themselves faithful. You can read that on your own time, right? And you can see what I mean when you as you read that, okay? Let's go to this next page. All right. There are many there are many of times God has shown himself faithful. Okay, Hebrews 13 and 8 says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. That right there shows himself faithful automatic. Because if you can be the same every single, from yesterday to today and forevermore, baby, that means faithfulness, period. This means he will not change up on you, even if you do. He shows up. He sh- I'm sorry. He shows us he can. Mm, sorry. He can um commit to us. Also, his consistency. Because that is important in being faithful. Consistency is important in being faithful. If you're not consistent in the things that you do, you cannot be faithful. You can't. You can't say that you're faithful if you're not consistent in the things that you do. It takes consistency to be faithful, period. That's why the Bible tells us to hold on to God's unchanging hand because he is loyal to his word. Second Timothy 2 and 13 says, if we are faithless, he remains faithful for he cannot deny himself. Okay, see, when he told me that I was wondering, right, I was wondering what did he mean by that? Okay, so as I was writing this scripture, I didn't understand what he meant by it. So, by by he can't deny himself. So I asked him, what did he mean? And this is what he said to me. He said, I am faithful. That's who I am. And I cannot be, I cannot not be me. I am the same forever, and I have been the same from the beginning. And I will remain faithful. I'm sorry. He has been faithful since the beginning, and he will remain faithful until the end. I said, okay, okay, God, that, that makes sense, right? Okay, and since we are made in God's own image, we have to be faithful too. Showing the world how to live faithfully, faithful to him as we, as he requires his saints to be. Did you know it was a requirement that you be faithful? I did a sermon, um, a while back asking, can God trust you? Can God trust you? That's what we you need to ask yourself this week. Can God trust me? Can he trust me with the oracles of him? The oracles meaning the secrets of God. Can can God trust you with his secrets? 
That's what makes a person a friend when you can be faithful and then he can trust you. Right. And if it's a requirement, that means that it you must be faithful, period. Second Corinthians four and two says, moreover, it is required of stewards that they be found trustworthy. You have to be found trustworthy. If God can't trust you, you're like Judas. Could Jesus trust Judas? No, Jesus can't trust Judas. He knew. And it's so funny because Jesus knew that he couldn't trust Judas. Yet, he still trusted Judas. Okay. Matthew um, 24 and 45. 45 through 47 explains what God is trying to convey or get across. It says, who then is the faithful and wise saint whom his master has sent set over his house? Whole, whole, um, hell to give them. Oh, sorry, household to give them their food at the proper time. Okay, blessed is that saint who his master will find so so doing when he comes. um, Truly, I say to you. He will set him over all his possessions. So if God sets you over something, right? And then he finds that every single time you're supposed to show up, you're there on time or maybe even a little bit earlier. So you can make sure that the people are getting fed the food. Then when he sees that you are faithful over a little, he'll make you ruler over much. He'll make you ruler over many. So he, if you are faithful over the little things that he gives you, your family, your husband, your your wife, if he finds you faithful over the littlest things, then guess what? He can give you bigger things to do to make sure that your faith, your faithfulness, is rewarded. God will find you on your job when he comes to get you. Will you be fat? Will you be okay? So when God comes back and, and he, he, he sees you, he finds you, he say, and then he, he sees you. Will you be feeding his sheep? Will you be doing the, the things of God? Will you be able to, possess the kingdom of God will you be a oh excuse me will you be able to get all the good things that God has planned for you because you love him look God said hearts my um hearts haven't oh God how 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 you say it eyes haven't seen and eyes eyes have not seen and hearts have not oh God I I'm gonna come back to that. I'm gonna come back to it. I promise you, I'm gonna come back to it because I it's the devil tried to steal the. Well, sometimes you forget. 
You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to even give him enough credit to say he, he'll do what he'll do. But anyway, um, will God find you doing what you're supposed to do or will you have your gifts buried? Don't be like the, um, the man with the one talent and you bury it up under the, uh, next to a tree up under the ground. And then when he's come, when he come back, he find that you haven't even multiplied your gifts. All right. So because you were faith, you were fearful, right? Because you you decided to go ahead and bury your gift. So because you're you were fearful, fearful of being set apart, do you know that to be faithful? I'm sorry, but do you know that okay, so we cannot be fearful of being set apart we can because that's what your gifts are going to make you do they're going to make room for you but sometimes your the way your gift makes room for you you got to to shift everything away the things that are negative and sometimes that even means people so you have to be set apart you can't want to be with the pe with the crowd you cannot want to be with the crowd. You have to be set apart. Romans 12 and 2 says, do not be consumed. I'm sorry. Do not be consumed. Lord Jesus. Do not be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you that by that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. We got to be able to prove God's will. What is good? God is good. What is acceptable? Hopefully you. What is perfect? His will. That's why it's important to show people holiness being set apart. Letting your gifts make you set apart. Being faithful to God's word or being faithful to what God put you over. Being faithful to that gift God gave you. I know you got kind of lost just a minute ago wondering where I was going and why I should be set apart. But that is why that's why we just got to, to hold in there. OK, we got to wait until until the end. You know what I'm saying? Because the the benediction have you ever noticed that people walk out before the benediction? If you don't know what the benediction is, is um the, at the very end of service. When you go to church at the very end of service, when they do the announcements or when they do do the roll call, people like to, to leave before the offering plate comes around. Don't leave before the benediction because... You might end up missing your blessing. People like to leave before the benediction. But we got to know, uh-uh. We got to make sure that we stay holy. We got to make sure that we stay holy. And guess what? Throughout the, uh, at the end, that's when we're going to find out if we were holy or not. When he's reading down the list of things that you have done, because guess what? Whether we can get our deeds blotted out by the blood of God or by the blood of Jesus, or are you going to get them things read out?
let's keep going. Ho- um, show holiness by making sure you are being set apart or not conforming, but transforming. Transform make transformation comes from the inside. You can't transform your outer appearance and then um believe that your inner will will automatically change. No, baby, we have to change from the inside out. And that is what makes us holy. The transformation on the inside. You can transfer for um you can get a brand new nose, you can get a brand new face, you can get a facelift, you can do all of that. But if your insides are still ugly, guess what? You're ugly. Because even though you got that pretty face, what does that mean? Or what you could what you call pretty, because God, what God has made is is beautiful. But you would like to conform to the looks of this world. So you want to change your appearance by getting facelifts and by getting brand new noses and by getting liposuction and getting butt lifts and getting BBLs and all of that. I, I ain't look, baby, who am I to judge you? I'm not the one who, who to judge you, but God tell you not to cut on yourself and not to do stuff like that because then you take what he has made for granted. You want to go get a BBL when all you had to do was a couple of squats and some sit-ups. Now, I ain't talking about the ones who got all that excess skin and, you know, that little blubber down to the bottom that won't leave. Now, baby, if you want to get that nip clipped and tucked, baby, who am I to judge? Let's go on, baby. Let's go on. Okay, um, by trans, by the transformation to, um, to the will of God, which is shown through Christ. Baby, because guess what? Christ lives on the inside of you, baby. So that's where the transformation, um, begins. Okay, so with that being said, you have to have a well made up mind because you cannot do what the world does because you will have to co- oh lord because you have to commit to god and the things of god this is you showing yourself faithful luke 16 and 10 says that he is faithful in he that is faithful in the least is faithful in much and he that is unjust in the least is unjust in much in much so just so just because it looks little you're trying to say you trying just because it looks little you trying to stay strong and hold on to your faith does not mean that it is god tells us that um that my faith would be would the de- the de- will uh will deliver me and it's my faithfulness and it's it's my faithful 
is my faith that it. Okay, hold on. I'm so sorry. I I don't I got a little I got a little confused. Y'all got to excuse me, okay? It's early in the morning and I'm I'm working. I'm here. I'm here. Okay. All right. All right. All right. God told me that my faithfulness will deliver me, right? Because I was reading the Bible. There's some things about being. Look, we have to be honest, okay? And in our Christian walk, not all the time are we faithful. Right. So I was I was talking to God and God is telling me, baby, look, you staying faithful will deliver you from whatever you're going through. So I'm going to tell you the same thing. Okay, I'm going to tell you the exact same thing. Baby, you stay faithful over little things and he's going to make you rule over much and he's going to deliver you from the things that you are going through. Okay. And it does not matter how big or small you feel like your faith is because God tells us that all you have to do is have the faith of a mustard seed. Uh oh. Okay. That's what me- that's what messes that's what messed me up. Okay. I see why I got messed up. I'm sorry. Let's go back up real quick. Okay, hold on. Luke 16 and 10 says, He that is faithful in that which is least is faithful in much. And he that is unjust in the least is unjust in much. Do meaning do not get weary in well doing. That's here we go. Do not get weary in well doing. Whatever task God gives you to do, big or small, do it to the best of your ability. And if he sees that you are faithful over that, he will make you he will honor it. Then give you bigger and better things to do. Okay, so I said I said it. All right. We just have to, we have to make sure that God's tasks are done. When you start, when you started managing or whenever you, you started your career or started doing something, right? If rather you were a manager or CEO, what, well, a manager or a low ranking. I'm sorry. Hold on. When you started off at your job, did you just become a GM? Okay, there we go. Did you just become a GM or a manager or a high-ranking? I have a high-ranking position. First off, no. You had to you had to become a part of the crew. You had to work your way up. And that's just like the kingdom of God. That is just like the kingdom of God. There is no way you're going to just jump in and become the one who sit on the throne with God. No. No, first become the layman, but no way you're going to come in the house of God and become just scrape, scrape, become a preacher. No. First, you got to be taught the or the things of God. You got to be taught how to live godly. You got to be taught how to be holy. You got to be taught these things. 
as you're being taught these things, then guess what? Now God can start moving you up. Okay, boom. She was just at the door. Now she can become a pre- the one who does a prayer. Okay, now she done done the prayer. Now we can get her to cook. Okay, now she can cook. Now she can become um over the music. Okay, now she can you you move up is all I'm saying. Not saying it's in that order. I'm just saying that that was an example. Okay? That should be that should be your prayer. It should literally be your prayer that you you are showing yourself faithful. Okay? Not cars, clothes, brand new houses, stuff like that. No, you got to be able to show yourself faithful so God can give you that brand new car and house and all of that. How can God give you good things and he not know that you're faithful? God ain't God don't want no more TD Jakes. He don't want no more Crefro dollars. Once I have you use me, oh, um, I, I'm sorry. I hope I don't look. He don't want no. I'm. I apologize if I got to take that out. Then, but he don't want no more people like of that sort. So, well, I done gave you all of this, and as soon as I give it to you, then boom, you have done. You done took my words and and corrupted them. You're you're saying stuff that ain't true. We got to be very careful and very mindful of the things because guess what? If you get praise on this earth, ain't no praise in heaven. No reward in heaven if you get a reward on this earth. So all these ones who are getting all these Oscars and all of this this stuff, um, all of these rewards for best song and all of that. Well, baby, if you get your reward down here on earth, what's the what's the use of getting it in heaven? Be very careful. See, this world is going to hell in a handbasket. Matthew. Matthew 7 and 13 through 14 says, Enter ye into the straight gate. For wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be, there be which go in, that, in there that become... Wait, I'm so, so, so sorry. Wait. Uh, and many are... And many be, and many there be, which go in there at, be, at, yeah, okay, at become, because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few find, um, and few find it so look boo there's so many people it's so funny okay there was a commercial right and i think it was a pepsi commercial and they they all going look you see a few going the other way but everybody is following this whole crowd it's a whole crowd and they're going one way 
and it all leads to a party. And then, boom, Big Free to come out. Now, see, I'm not saying nothing about the commercial, but I'm just saying that sh- it that is a prime example of everybody going one way. And there's a few people going the opposite way. And then, guess what? Boom, you end up busting hell wide open. Thinking you going the right way. Because that's where the fun is at. What is it to gain the whole world and then at the end lose your soul? Like, everybody has their, their, their price. Like, everybody has their price. But guess what? My price has already been my price has already been paid. It's been paid in full because I live by Christ and the blood of Christ was payment enough. All right, we are almost finished. See the path to everlasting life is narrow and not many will find it. Because you have you have to walk alone. You have to walk alone because it's so narrow. The street is narrow, baby. It's like them one-way roads. You can't get two cars on one lane. You only can do one lane over here. But see, broad is the way to hell. And... That road is wide and many can fit on it. You can go down there with your friends and with your with your mama and your sister and your brothers. You can go with all them people. You can go to fam- with family all together. So is it's your choice. It's your choice to get yourself together or stay the same. Period. What are you what are you gonna do? God just wants you to be different and set apart because he is different and set apart. You know why God needs you to be bold because it takes guts to be different. It takes guts to be um to find your purpose and go on, go to it and not look at what this world and everybody else is looking at. They will have the same mm, they like it's hard not to look like this all this world. It's hard not to do what this world does. Why everybody look the same? Like they all got the same surgeon. Like everybody looks exactly the same. I was on Facebook the other day and I swear that I was looking at Jocelyn Hernandez, but then come to find out it was Sweets. I said, Well, why Sweets look like Jocelyn? Then I started looking at Jocelyn, and Jocelyn was looking like um Cardi B. And I looked at Cardi B, and she looked like um Nicki Minaj. All the all these people looking alike. 
You ain't got to look like ever. You ain't got to look like them, baby. Be different. Be set apart. It ain't gonna take nothing for you to be different, baby. Dare to be different. I don't know if y'all ever um how old y'all are, but. When I was growing up, we had the D.A.R.E. program, baby, and that it taught you not to do drugs and stuff like that, baby. They dared you to be different. I dare you to be different. God dared you to be different. Be set apart, baby. You ain't got to be like everybody else. What scares me is wanting to be different, wanting, um, wanting to be different. I, I, not, not me wanting to be different, but, but, um, I don't know how to explain that, but that's, that's that on that. And I'm not gullible. I'm not gullible because I want to be different. No, I got guts. I believe in the Christ I serve, so I will be faithful. All right. I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. That's all I have for you today. Um, I will be coming back in a minute with another one. So, yeah, be looking for that. Thank you. Love you. Have a good day. Bye-bye.